it's spoiler in time, folks. We get so excited because we work so hard on Cord Killers, our other show, to figure out how to watch things and where they are and what the services and what hardware, and then we get to watch them and talk about them here. This week, we'll be talking about Star Trek Lower Decks, what we do in the shadows, and Ted Lasso. Uh, probably uh, I should have looked at the episode numbers because I was in the wrong tab when I said that. Uh, we will be talking about Star Trek Lower Decks, Season 2, Episode 9, What We Do in the Shadows, Season 3, Episode 7, and Ted Lasso, The Finale, Season 2, Episode 12. I'm Tom Merritt. He's Brian Brushwood. I'm Brian Brushwood, and most importantly, I didn't hear you say one single word wrong, just like we'll hear nothing wrong from our guest, Brian Dunaway of Film Sack and so much more. Oh, hi. Tom, oh. where shall we begin? Uh, Let's begin with the Ted Lasso finale, season two, episode 12. Uh, thanks to Boss Joe, uh, who sent in a link to a Reddit thread compiling a bunch of observations about the character of Nate. I didn't see these in the Reddit thread. I saw these on Twitter from Nick Muhammad, who plays Nate, uh, pointing out relevant things about Nate. And of course, I bring up Nate because the entire season of Ed Ted Lasso ends with Nate having left to go be the head coach, well, well, presumably a coach, probably the head coach at West Ham, which is now owned by Rupert, Rebecca's ex-husband. So a couple of things. First of all, I think the Reddit thread is worth looking at because, yes, the the Reddit thread begins with everything that Nick, uh, Nick Muhammad said. But um, more importantly, as you keep on going down, you see even more little uh, observations. One of the moments he puts some time into is talking about, and he, he says, by the way, not on team Nate. I'm just saying these are things that I would imagine Nate would perceive as microaggressions against him makes all these, this list of slights and all that stuff. Uh, people add a lot to that list. It's, it's a worthy read, but it occurred to me, uh, at the end of it and, 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 Tom, we could do a, a short lap of describing for our audience some of these. But the thing that really struck me is in every single way, uh, Nate's journey is what Anakin Skywalker's journey should have been. Somebody who we genuinely rooted for, who kept just, we were convinced he was this far off the path and he was going to snap to any second and he didn't. And uh, one of my favorite details that's mentioned in that Twitter thread is that uh, 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 Nick, the actor, has a certain amount of gray hair that they actually got rid of at the beginning. Uh, and then they allowed more of it to come out over time. And he, uh, by the end, he's full on wearing a gray haired wig. Like he's literally like a Darth Vader helmet is descended upon him. He points out all of these wonderful poetic things like the fact that uh, Nate begins his journey with Ted by yelling at him. And uh, get you, off the grass. Who are you? Oh, oh, you're the off the pitch, off the pitch. Right. Exactly. Um, it's really, really good and well executed and subtle and smart and understandable from all sides, everything. And it's, Subtle, all, all the things that the Star Wars version of that story did not pay off on, this one did. Yeah, I, 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 I can't add a whole lot to that. Uh, just, just the fact that they have made at least season two Nate's story without us realizing it until the end. Uh, I, 
I felt like Ted Lasso when Nate lashed out and was yelling at me like, wait, what, what did Ted do? Oh, he didn't do anything. That's the problem. Nate needed him to guide him. Nate needed him to speak to him more. Nate needed him to understand that uh, he wouldn't take a joke very well internally, even if he laughed out loud. Because what Ted doesn't know about Nate is that Nate has a bad relationship with his father and Ted was a father figure to Nate. Uh, and so and uh, you're, you're seeing, you're, you are Ted Lasso in that moment. You're, you're seeing mm -hmm. Nate for the first time too late uh, to help. And, and Nate has already moved on. And I, I'm taking this from the Media Plus uh, podcast that I recorded with Charlotte Henry and, and Jeff Gamet, uh, but they they pointed out Nate has never really been a good guy. He he was the one ripping people to shreds and I mean, enjoying it. Well, two, two episodes ago when he yelled at like, the towel boy. I mean, it's, there's no excuse for it. But even before that, even in season one, he was only a good guy when he felt like he was cowed. When he felt like he was like, oh, I, I need to, I am not in charge, so I, I can't be anything. When allowed to be himself, he's generally been kind of a, you know, loud, obnoxious, and rude person. And you see that in season two, when the only person he feels like he has the right to be himself around is the towel guy, is the is his replacement. Uh, not say, And when I say that, I'm not saying Nate's a bad guy, but we haven't really seen all of Nate. He's a much more complex character than I think I I, I right. that, really uh, recognize. Before I turn everything over to Brian, uh, the there is kind of a balance. You can tell that almost note for note, they're trying to hit the same notes at the same time. Sometime full on calling him out like uh, one year ago at exactly this moment, you dropped a tr truth bomb on me, which you know is a bit on the nose or whatever. But um, in season one. When Nate is given the opportunity to shine, he is given the opening speech, which he uses to roast every player to their own amazement and delight. He uses it to punch what we perceive as upward, but he's still punching. Uh, likewise, the right time for him to give up that behavior and not punch down is uh was like four or five episodes ago when it came comes to the towel boy but he never stopped and um again it was the right amount because we all began to sort of i i don't think any of us by episode five or six had an inkling that this is where it was headed but we began to sniff it out about three or four episodes ago and i think it was bryce that pointed out that there's that moment that rupert whispers something to to nate uh which again chef's kiss excellent execution uh, uh in the writing and the directing and the the whole nine yards you know i i think i said last week that i don't think that this show has the capacity for a villain like i like if mm -hmm. part of the show is saying that troubled people are people too and that is a form of reality that we can't have characters that are capital e evil just for the sake of being evil which makes which is not to say that the storyline that's happening is not happening. I think it's very real, all of the Nate stuff. But I think the goal of season three is not to beat Nate. Or, and it certainly might seem that way with, you know, how, you know, bluff and bluster the end of the episode is. But the point is probably going to be they either turn Nate 
or the show has more harsh realities to share to the viewing audience about how some people just do not ever get compatible. I mean, the the anger that Nate had towards Ted at the end of this episode is not you've annoyed me so much that like he is truly deeply feeling like you don't belong here. I belong to be where you're at. Like, like we, we're not even talking about miscommunication. Fundamentally, Nate oh. hates the existence of Ted. No, Nate is talking to his father. He's not talking to Ted at that point. All those mm. words he's saying, he's projecting onto Ted. Right. But those are words he wants to be able to say to his father and can't. Which, and, and I agree with that, Tom. I think that's very plausible. And my statement here is that sentence you just said is season three. Is that's, that's all we're leading up to. Is we either going to yep. redeem Nate or we're going to say, yep. and or, because maybe we say this too, there are people in the world who you will not like and disagree and will not like you and you will never win them over. Uh, Don't forget, Luke Skywalker redeemed Darth Vader. Right, he correct. always as, believed there was good in him. As as somebody who just rewatched Return of the Jedi, I can I can vouch for that. Uh and and I swear I'm about to turn it over to Brian, but um uh <laughs> let me just plant this seed. Nate's not wrong. Right. Ted was brought in specifically for his incompetence mm. at the game. He clearly is still incompetent at the game. He's great at attitude. He's great. Disagree. At they ended up being promoted at the end of the season. Uh, they did. Was that Ted's doing or well, was well, that Nate's doing? That's more, See, definitely they, more they, than Nate. They, they, no more Ted than Nate. They doubled. The it was, it was Nate's idea situation. to run the false nine. It was, and, and which is not and, how they won that game. And, and no, 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 it was because they were about to give it up and they said, no, we doubled down on Nate's strategy of the false nine mm -hmm. and it won them the game and on a penalty kick, but uh, yes, but, but my point is, my point is like all good villains are complicated. Uh, Brian Dunaway, what do you got? I, I agree 100% with everything you guys have said, but I will add, I was devastated. I truly was in uh, Ted Lasso's shoes because I had not really, I had discounted Nate, right? I mean, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, he's there. But he's kind of inconsequential. We've seen these characters in a million other shows. You know, he's just, he, he's a, he's kind of a, he's kind of, he just seemed like somebody could write off so easily. And when he gave the speech and he just tore into him, man, I just felt bad. I felt like I was, I was the one being beaten up. He's, I'm like, oh no, he's calling me out. He's right. I'm a piece of trash. And uh, yeah, that, that, that would devastated me. But I, the thing is, I skipped a few episodes. So I can catch up with you guys. Spoiler in time. So I missed, uh, I missed the lead up to this. So I was really shocked. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea. I was like, when did he get so mean? Where'd that gray hair come from? The other thing we're going to see in season three, I think, is Nate realizing that while he's technically right about everything with Ted, there are also other things he's not considering. Uh, one of one small example is in Nick Mohammed's tweets. Uh, he says, you don't even have the picture of me in your office. And he's right. He does it. Ted has it at home on next, his bedside. Next, next to, to a picture, picture of his son. Own son. Yeah. Uh, you mean those right? American children? <laughs> and so I think what's going to happen with, with, with Nate is he's right. Ted, Ted was brought in for incompetence and still doesn't know anything about the game of soccer. But Ted is also a very good soccer coach because Ted knows what he doesn't know, or at least tries to and delegates and and mm -hmm. listens to Nate and listening to Nate the towel boy 
made him more successful in season one than he would have been. Nate doesn't necessarily have that skill that Ted has. And that will be the downfall of Nate in season three, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think other things happened this episode too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sure there were, I'm sure, I'm sure there were other, no, of, of, of course there were. Um, but what were they again? <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, oh, uh, 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 the love triangle with, Sam oh, and Keely. Rebecca was collapsed in, in hilarious, uh, like Sam made the right choice. And if there was any question whether or not it was the right choice, it's the fact that this billionaire a-hole was a total fraud and was doing nothing but spinning lies to seduce him and immediately melt down in the face of it. Uh, that was very, that was very satisfying. Uh, Keely and Roy. Uh, we've been getting this this sort of like this realistic ride of a couple out of the honeymoon phase uh, where they still love each other, but they have to go through uh, misunderstandings and temptations. Uh, and the biggest one is Keely getting her own gig, starting her own mm -hmm. business, uh, saying very clearly, I will never use the have Rupert as my client leading us to understand that she will definitely have Rupert as a client in season three. Uh, but, but mostly uh, Roy wanting to do this beautiful thing of like, yeah, take a break before you dive in. Let's go spend three weeks on the coast. It'll be great. And Keely like, yeah, I can't do that. I I'm excited about my new thing and, and to do it right. I have to dive in now and I can't do that if I'm distracted at the beach. Sure. I could get a connection, but I won't be focused and I don't, I don't want to do that. You should go do that. And that's 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 a huge test, right? Of of Roy's faith in Keeley, letting her make her own decisions, et cetera, et cetera. Uh so feel free to mark this moment and throw it back in my face, uh or, I don't know, two years from now or whatever. But uh if I'm placing a bet, Roy and Keeley get along they have rough patches, but they stay together. Uh because what I'm seeing from them right now is what a real long-term relationship looks like. It's somebody totally. believing in somebody else enough to say, I love you, go do your thing. I'll still be here. Uh, and we're seeing that on both sides. Um, I also, and I don't think this is a thing we've talked about before. I am now fully convinced that Ted and Rebecca are never a thing. They, they are always, beloved colleagues who much like, uh, 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 our relationship, Tom, uh, I will never marry you. We are never going to make babies together. Uh, but I will yeah. always enjoy and respect yeah. our time together. Exactly. And that and too and is a healthy and, I, and, and real I've thing. My I've made my peace with that. And I'm fine with that. Just like that and Rebecca. Millions of fan fiction are being deleted across the globe. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, at this moment, fairly convinced of both of those things. <laughs> yeah, I'm Dunaway. Are you are you still on the? Are you still I'm, rooting for Ted and Rebecca? Uh, not really. Uh, I, I don't know. That that never really seemed like it seemed like it had to go to more of a platonic relationship to me. I just didn't see chemistry wise. I just didn't see it. You know what I mean? Physically, yeah. from the actors, actors and actresses. I just went and picking it up. So I felt like maybe they now, weren't reading that in the script coming up. So Sharon's coming back next season. Oh, she um, is. In what capacity? Who knows? She's not needed on the team anymore. She's not employed by the team. 
obviously they could be like, you know what? We decided we need to have a permanent uh, psychiatrist on the team and they bring her back. I kind of don't think that's what they do. That, can, that seems too obvious. Can I tell you what has me even more excited than Sharon coming back is uh, Trent Krim as, an, as a true independent. Trent Krim, like, period. Independent. Period. That, that, <laughs> that was and is a real adorable testament to the charm of and the positive joy of uh of ted lasso i i'm very very excited about where that can go and it's so funny and from like a Trent crim should not have told ted about nate that is a violation of correct. journalistic ethics and it should have gotten mm -hmm. him fired but uh that's correct and guess what it did they, they well, didn't he quit. ignore that they used it and said, and Trent Krim's like, you know, I basically, you know, burned burned my bridge on the way out on purpose. Hmm. We uh, we did not get a chance to talk about this last week, but um, I, I I think it is known that the idea for Ted Lasso from Bill Lawrence is for it to be three seasons. So we could potentially be looking at really. the very final season that beginning is next. Bill season. Lawrence told Charlotte Henry at at Mac Observer, we conceived of this as three. To be seasons. honest, it's perfect, and, and and it breaks my heart to say it, but I I certainly hope so because because um, you know sometimes the right length for a story is exactly three mm -hmm. books long, and I don't mind if they come up with another book. Maybe they want to have a a story about another character, right? And mm -hmm. I'm not talking about a a Coach Beard you know side jag. I, I'm talking about like oh someone else from this universe. They they maybe yeah. Roy and Keeley. Uh, or as long as it's justified and the story can stand on its own, I think Ted Lasso goes home at the end of this. He yeah, goes back I think to he has US, to. Right? He goes back to. Uh, got to, yeah. Uh, number and if one. If we get any more stories in uh, this world, it doesn't involve Ted. Uh, he he definitely goes back to number one, a rule or a a game whose rules he knows, <laughs> where where he's actually used as a coach. Um, but but uh, that I'd be okay with uh, Sharon being seduced into that adventure. That would be fun. Hmm. Wait, Sharon? Oh yeah, no, those two, those two are gonna click. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah, I mean that's that that put put that one in the Brian pred prediction bank as well. We that would be that would be very unprofessional from the very button up Sharon, which seems like a very good season long arc for them to work through. That sounds like a cheaper storyline. <laughs> <laughs> Have we seen the last of uh, Stamp Sam's story arc? He got his he got his place. He's got his shop. He'll be back. No. Oh no, 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 no! Sounds like he'll be back. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, no. Sam's sticking with the team. It'll be a complicated up and down with uh, Rebecca. Uh, we'll see. Richard Splatt from Veep will probably return to wreak vengeance. <laughs> it was great. It was great seeing him as the billionaire. That was I know. He, he, such he, a different character. I yeah. know. He fit right into it perfectly. Uh, all right. Anything else on uh, the season finale of Ted Lasso? No. This was a curious season in that it spent an awful lot of time doing things I didn't like. But dang if they didn't stick the landing. Yeah. Yeah. That's an act two way. for you right there. Right. Like, yeah, you're, you don't like act twos on their own, but if they're done right, you're like, Oh, now I'm really interested right. in what happens next. Yeah. All right. That is uh Ted Lasso, the finale season two, episode 12.